You are now listening to Asking for a Friend with Talk Doc, sharing insights through real, honest, and practical ways to improve your communication and relationships. Featuring your hosts, Dr. Pamela Kreiser, Meredith Edwards-Nagel, and Taylor Polendo. Okay, isn't it crazy how fast the holidays are coming? It's kind of hard to believe. You know, I'm shopping in Costco, I see the Christmas trees, I see pumpkins everywhere, and here we are thinking about all the shopping we have to do, all of the things we have to buy, all the people we have to see, and the trips we have to book. But wait, there's one thing we forgot. We forgot to plan the communication that needs to happen during this holiday. Now think about it for a minute. You and I plan all those other things, but we don't plan how we want all our interactions to go. This episode is to introduce our new series called Survival Kit for the Holidays. And so today we're gonna talk about expectations. So when we're thinking about expectations, we want to get very practical about what to do to make our holidays better. Now, one thing I wanna say before we get into today's episode is to remind those of you who maybe have lost someone this year or have someone missing from your family dinner table to let you know that we see you, we hear you. We've been through that situation where we've had somebody missing. And as we face the holidays, maybe it, it reminds us that we have to be better than ever at getting prepared because we don't know how hard the holidays are gonna be for each of us. But with all that gentleness and all that preparation, there's lots that we can do. Now, if you listen to our podcast regularly, you would know that occasionally I like to spring a quiz into the situation. Oh, and so I'm gonna start this episode with one of my usual uh, tactics. I know, you knew I was gonna do it. You said that uh, we I said you were doing it. I know, I know, well, you know. So you're gonna try to cheat. Yeah, now I have to hide the cards. <laughs> While you're listening, maybe you can think of what your, what your answer might be. Okay, so here's the question. Which is reported to be a bigger stressor in the holidays? Placing pressure on yourself for the perfect holiday? or taking more than you can handle each year, taking on more than you can handle, which is a bigger stressor. I so think taking we'll... on more than you can handle. Okay, sure. okay. No, I, you need the perfect holiday. We want matching pajamas, the perfect picture. We're okay. going for perfection. Okay, all right. Taylor is the winner on this one, okay. which means you're currently losing the quiz, just saying, right, okay. <laughs> Okay, so, no all right, so, so in, in the study, 67% of us said that placing pressure on ourselves to have the perfect holiday was a concern for 67%. Wow. Yeah, I know. Okay, so here's from the same poll, um, the question for you, and this is free response. Okay, so you have to be free responding here. What is the greatest source of stress in the holiday season? What's the greatest source of stress? expectations of yourself okay is that an answer i'm gonna Wait. i'm gonna check uh no it that is was, not on the list that was a you you were trying to get into the episode like i see what you're doing she was trying to but, cheat her way into the episode yeah, no, I saw yeah. That. yeah i was gonna say like something about money or like financial stressors of like making it the perfect holiday okay so here's what's crazy that is the number one answer extra financial strain do i get a bonus point well you get one point so you're currently tied so there there will be a runoff question Uh maybe some of these are on your list putting up holiday decorations made the list Mm. stressful family events Mm. funding gifts for everyone which is different than extra financial strain so okay okay tiebreaker 
Okay, what percentage of Americans report they have a hard time relaxing on the holidays? <laughs> what percentage? What percentage? So out of 100, what percentage say they have trouble relaxing? 76. <laughs> it's just whoever is closer. Um, 67. I'm sad, Taylor, to report that Meredith won the quiz. Is it right? Is it 77? Oh but you're pretty darn close. Oh I know. I think she looked at the card, everyone, and you're going to have to watch for this because we have sort of a, we're always we looking replay. after cheating. Yeah, Wait, I know. Rewind, I did not cheat. I'm just a little bit better. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. All right. So today we're going to talk about expectations. I have this person that I know they were dating for a couple years. And she was super excited when she got up Christmas morning and saw that little black box below the Christmas tree. And you know what she was thinking? Oh my God, this is it. Like, this is incredible, right? She goes in to get coffee and sees this little box, right? And so she's thinking, this is amazing. It's kind of weird because my family's around. We'll just go with it. Mm -hmm. And then in front of the whole family, she's thinking you're gonna propose right here only to, to end up getting right the diamond earrings and not the, the engagement ring. So what's my friend thinking? I wanted the ring, I don't even care about these earrings. Yeah, you're disappointed even though you have this amazing gift. You're right, you have yeah, diamond totally earrings, you know. Yeah, and, you're sad um, to get diamond earrings. Right, and it's funny how when we have these high expectations, we get kind of stuck in that, and that's the only thing that has to be, like you were saying about the pajamas. Yeah. Right, the matching pajamas, and then one kid throws up and those pajamas are out. Or just refuses to put them on. Yes. As kids do. Yeah, as kids don't want to wear clothes at all. Right? I have three kids, and as a young mother, one time I, I went to, with our oldest child, he had preschool, joined a little choir. So he's okay. like four years old. I've got him in the red sweater, the button down, like he's all ready to go, hair slicked down. I'm so proud. And the grandparents can't go to the show. So I think, okay, this is going to be fine. I'm going to do like this incredible video. It's going to be great. And it'll be like, it's the first grandchild on my husband's side. And it's going to be so cute. And he looks so cute. And we're all set, right? So there was a balcony where I could go and take what I thought was going to be the perfect video. I got there early. I got like in front of everybody taped kind of to get, yeah. I like no, caution taped around where I was going to tape my four-year-old with his singing premiere. The song starts and they all look really cute. And I'm looking through the camera and I see him mouth, I'm hot. And I'm like, oh no. So he starts taking off that Christmas sweater. Oh, and I'm like, oh no, 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 no. And I'm in the balcony and I can't run down fast enough to get this to stop. So he starts unbuttoning his shirt, starts taking off the shirt. So he has no shirt and the teacher finally, you know, kind of gets him and takes him off the stage. We're like the bad family. Like, <laughs> not only are we not the top. Yeah, amazing. I was like, now I played up this whole video thing for the grandparents. Now I have to admit to them that, do I even tell them how it actually went? Drinks. Right? Isn't that kind of how it is, right? There's how we want it to go and then how it actually went, which is probably never how we wanted it to go <laughs> kind of the difference i don't know what you guys think about expectations on the holidays expectations i remember the first year ralph and i were dating and i'm gonna spend christmas eve with his family so i assumed he'd be spending christmas day with mine oh yeah so hmm. it was not a great time i think uh i do all the top 10 like talk dog don't do communication errors um definitely our expectations were different and he had his thinking like this is the last year i'll have to spend the whole holiday with my family and i can see all the family yeah 
Um, and I was not happy about that. So homeboy spent several hours driving back and forth. Oh. Our families live about an hour away from each mm. other to fulfill. He did all that? Yes, he drove me to like my you. family like in the middle of the night <laughs> and then drove back to his parents and then came back the next morning to see me and then back to his parents. Yeah. A uh, nice guy, but. Wow. I definitely nice guy, but. That still sounds like I it had turned out the way you wanted a little bit. Well, not quite, yeah, but, I guess. Um, okay. but yeah, I definitely had expectations. He had different expectations and we went in. Now, we have to talk about it before. Yeah. Like scheduling's a huge okay. one. Who's, whose family are we gonna be seeing? Who are we? Right. Who's coming to our house? Yeah, the whole thing. And I would say it's much better to have the conversation beforehand <laughs> yeah. instead of just both going in with like, oh, this is what's yeah. gonna happen. No. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about planning? Like you tell us to do all the time. Um, <laughs> planning, I do mention that quite a bit. Planning and preparing your communication yeah. before you get into the event. <laughs> yeah, I do say that from time to time. Yes, yeah. I repeat myself. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yet another thing I have to do better at. Uh, that was making me think about a friend, genuinely a friend, uh, that reached out. I was asking her, you know, questions and things with family. And there is this expectation that there is one family member that is always late and always gets waited on. Mm. So there's three siblings, and if one, two, one of the two are late, then meal goes on. So you have the dinner or whatever. But if this one brother is late, then everyone stops. Mm. And it's like, must wait for that one sibling. Mm -hmm. And I always, I, I think that's an interesting like expectation that, um, like she'll go into that going, well, I expect that we are all treated the same. Yeah. But that doesn't always happen in families. <laughs> yeah, that's actually factual, unfortunately, right? So, there are real favorites. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I joke about being the favorite, but maybe but, there are real really, favorites. You really, like are, you really are. You <laughs> <laughs> talked about pre-planning and one of the things that I would say, yes, I do repeat myself a lot on that, but that kind of goes to the survival kit theme. What do we mean by that survival kit? You know, we hear news stories sometimes where we hear somebody went on this hike, got lost and found themselves like on a mountain unprepared. And yeah. I kind of think of like the holidays are like that. It's like, How hey, are we gonna survive? Yeah, you're gonna go, you're going on a journey. You're crazy not to bring some supplies with you. Pre-planning I think is one of those things, you know? So what are you gonna do to prepare yourself? And as I think about the survival kit, I'm thinking, you got to kind of think of what's in a traditional survival kit to kind of know okay. how to prepare communicatively, right? Because yeah. that's what we're thinking about. Yeah, we're going to need you to break that She's down. prepared. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> she I, is prepared right so now. So I did some research <laughs> okay. and because I don't carry survival kits with me all the time, but I thought, oh, that'd be kind of interesting to see what's in a traditional survival kit, right? You could form the analogy and say, well, there's protective gear, things for shelter and items to keep warm. Okay. So I would kind of think of that as like boundaries or ways that we can protect ourselves from maybe dangerous situations. Of course, there are dangerous situations sometimes in families, so we would want to have those in place. First aid, hygiene, sanitation is a category. So we know that sometimes family members injure us and it's like you're going to get injured and just bleed out. No, no. you got to have some measures of I've got to if I get hit by something that someone says or someone does, am I ready to enact first aid? Do I have the supplies for that? Am I ready okay. in that way?
Next one's nutrition. So this is something that I found very interesting when I was first married, when I was in my early years of my marriage. That sounds like I've been married a few times. Um, <laughs> I know, I've like been you. married one time. Um, still married. That's just one time. That's just me, the two. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we would book these 10-day visits or these, you know, longer stays because oh, okay. we lived out of the area. And I would think I'm I'm like starving myself here. I'm doing all everyone else's activities. There's nothing to give me nutrition, mm -hmm. right? There's no way for me to kind of take care of me, so to speak. So that's, of course, a theme to talk about. My favorite, of course, is going to be emergency communication devices mm -hmm. need to be in that survival kit. I like that because I think just like you said, you had not talked to Ralph about that first holiday and now you do. Yes. And we can get into a lot of different communication devices that couples use or partners use to navigate some of these dinners and events and loaded you know, situations with expectations to say, what are the emergency devices when we know this thing might happen and think danger or think risk or something like yeah. that. And if I get myself in that situation, what tools do I have to get myself out of that situation? Yeah. And so that's how I'm kind of thinking about survival kits as like the categories. When we're talking about survival kits, we're talking about this idea that there's all those kinds of things that we can do to build our communication so that we can survive the holidays. Now, let's talk about the word survival. Notice I didn't say win the holidays or conquer the holidays. We're trying to survive, people. Let's start this with is our family. Okay, So let's just surviving. So your your expectations right here. Let's lower that. Just another, just one floor down, maybe two floors down. Okay. Do you want to make it? That's right. So where has this kind of gone wrong in terms of, terms of expectations? Oh, it's a terrible time. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about how crazy we are. Um, oh, we're like going to get into like personal problems now? Is that what we're doing? I mean, not that you have any, but you could. Just tell us that one time, the only one time. The one yeah, time. I've, I've only ever messed up with high expectations once in the holiday <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I have like a laundry list of those and I'm just going to pick my worst one. So, okay. um, I actually, a lot of what this makes me think of because I have realized I don't prepare mm. for any of the communication. Cause you think like, well, this is my family. I can just be myself or yeah, I gotta, whatever, like act a certain way or whatever. It's just to, just to survive. Yeah. But I like that through this surviving, we're going to have tools to help us and hopefully help us respond differently. So what this makes me think of a lot is uh, expecting change in others in my family. Mm. So I'll kind of like, I'll go into the holiday. Typically I'm not hosting. It's usually you know, a parent or like an older sibling or something. It used to be grandparents. And I will expect that everyone will magically decide to share like duties. Mm. Like I won't just be the same one person doing everything mm -hmm. all the time, but other people will get off the couch and will participate mm -hmm. in the hard parts, like the cooking, the cleaning primarily. Like this year will be different. Yes. Like I walk into okay. it like this year, everyone's going to change. And I'm realizing through all yeah. of this, that I'm learning to expect people to operate in a way I think that they should. Mm. And that it, that basically I, I, I lack enjoying my own holiday because mm -hmm. I'm going into it like that person's going to be different like this this year. They're not going to be grumpy. They're going to participate. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. going to be all of yeah. these different things. Um, but I, I'm I'm not able to just be there. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm kind of tired of that. So basically in a really bad way of telling this drawn out story is that I would like to handle some tools to approach this next holiday, holidays, mm -hmm. you know, with my own family now that I have in-laws and not wearing this hat of just constantly thinking of how everyone else should be, mm -hmm. but letting things be and, and enjoy myself, right. you know? And, right. and as I am developing a family with a partner to be able to, I don't know, it's a, it's a little complicated for me, but I, I just want some practical things yeah. that help me for slow sure. down and not basically on the drive, get stressed out mm -hmm. that like somebody's going to be the same like they have been every year. Right. So this is reminding me of when my husband, who was my fiance at the time, came to his first Thanksgiving. Mm. Okay, so I had told him, we have a huge family. Okay. There's a lot of people, but it's always, you know, I kind of built it up because I wanted him to want to go. So I kind of did a sort you of sold, a- You sold you the sold, family holiday. You sold the family Christmas. <laughs> well, here's what I did, actually. I, let it, I actually lifted the expectations, right? I did what you should probably not do. And I said how great it was going to be, how oh. fun it would be, mm -hmm. how great the food would be, how everyone, you know, would be, it would be charming and you know, Take okay. my family. Yeah, so I like pumped it all up only okay. to have this happen. Uh -oh. Okay, so we get there and my family's big enough to where they would put name tags like oh, on the table. Okay. So sometimes we would have maybe 70 people for Thanksgiving dinner. Cool. So we have a lot of tables and a lot of people, usually a few That's turkeys. A, a few turkeys, <laughs> right? Sounds like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> a few turkeys? No, you have to. If you have 70 people, you have to have like three turkeys. So, okay, so so anyway, I know, it's my family. God bless your family. We're not judging you. Yeah. Okay, so I kind of build this up. We get there, and I realize that Pete is not gonna be sitting at my table. So they have put his tag over with two of my uncles, who basically interviewed him for his whole Thanksgiving dinner first can, time at my family. Can you out who set the table? I actually don't know who did it. I was so shocked, and he was kind of like, bye. Like you but, followed along. You I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. I, you know, I would have switched the tags. I mean, it's, it's a crazy thing. So anyway, so that was our first Thanksgiving after I built it up as like this oh, fun, geez. fabulous thing. Yeah. He's now at a job interview. Like they would eat Turkey and then they'd go, let's get back to what you said about your career. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm getting, feeling a little pressure here. Oh my God, how old was he? So like 24, Oh my God. <laughs> you know, just trying to figure it out. So you, so. so basically you went into a first holiday with a fiance. Yeah. Expecting that you guys would be together, that the family would take you oh, yeah. as a unit. Almost. Yes. They were going to love it. Yeah. They were like, the family was like, no, it's we're doing it. Conquer. We're doing it the way we're going to do it. I was completely shocked and I didn't have any tools. Nothing. I, I sat there like, uh, 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 how did he do? He did super well. Cause he's great at that, but he didn't like it. Yeah. He still says those uncles are great. Where I went wrong, you were saying you go wrong by thinking, you know, that things will be different this year 
and, and not having tools. In my case, it was thinking too grand. Or the opposite, that it would go... Even good. better than yeah. normal. Like it would be dreamy, honestly. Here's the young, engaged couple for this beautiful, you know, they're gonna just embrace us. Yeah. And oh my gosh. No, they're gonna separate us and put us at separate tables. Do Happy you, Thanksgiving. You guys sit together now? How many years in? Yeah, yeah we're, we're like 32 years in and we're good. Uh, okay. And we sit at the same table, actually. Ever, ever since that day. <laughs> I feel like mine is very different where I expected my partner to be my same like level, mm. like my expectations okay. of him. So we're going to like a, a weekend away with the whole extended family. And for a lot of, I'm meeting some of the family for the first time. I'm thinking I need to make a great impression. We're gonna, he's gonna, I'm expecting Ralph to support me in that. Yeah, he's gonna make me look good as well because this that's is, his job, right? This I'm is, on your expectation okay, train right yeah. now. And this is your first holiday with his family. Um, it's a holiday like away with the family, and yeah, okay. yeah. So it's my first time with a lot of them, and we're playing a game now. Both sides of our family, uh -oh. we take games very seriously. Uh oh. But my team is losing hard, like zero points, and oh, no. <laughs> the other team. That's not good for Taylor. <laughs> I mean, you lost already today. I handled then... it all right. Okay. God. Oh yeah. Oh. Remember when I won? <laughs> wow. Remember that? Sorry. Good, good job on that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. All right. All right. All right. Okay. There's so... other episodes. Yeah. Well. Shit. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. So, so. So your team's losing. Okay, we're losing. God, remind Say me. Say it again. And the other thing though is that the other team they're winning poorly. They're oh, like being assholes about it. Okay. Okay. So I'm really pissed off about that happening and um i just need to look good i need to get the family on my side and uh the way i'm going to do this is by cheating so any girl <laughs> all right just so kidding. you like you in, grab a card case. and there's either like both teams get to guess and i'll play or yeah. just my team gets to guess and my play so i grab the card it's of course an all play so i say it's a my play and Ralph, uh -oh. for whatever reason, he saw your card. No, he just knew. That, like uh -oh. he he knew you and knew you were lying. I guess I say it's my place. So. Are you sure? Yeah. He said, "Are you sure?" In front of your family. Oh. No, no, it goes on. Oh. Uh, Taylor, Taylor, um, you sure? It says all play. Yes, it says all play. Okay, uh, if I come up there and look at the card, is it gonna say all play? Oh You my mean my gosh. play, right? It said all play, but sorry, you said, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. No, I'm saying, yes, I'm saying it's in my play, and it really says all play. Okay. And so he says, and he's I come put, up there. he's putting you on blast. Yeah, on blast. Oh. Now, no, no, he no. starts to get up and come to check oh, the no. card. So I'm just digging my heels in. I'm not going to, like, fess up and say, like, oh, okay, right, or right, you call my bluff, okay? Yeah. No. I'm thinking he's going to come up. Look at my card. We're going to have a moment. I got your back. She's cheating, but. Oh, you let she, him look. Yeah. Oh my and god. And at no she point trusted him. say, okay, fine. I like am going with I'm committed to the lie. And, thinking, and you think he's gonna make me commit. look good and like, yeah. okay, we've got this secret, she cheated, but she's really trying to impress the family, she's gonna help the losers win. Like just give him a point. God damn it. We've so, got a scene. Yeah. He comes up, looks at it, not only has he now made us lose the game, like He's calling me a liar and a cheater. He just lets everyone know. He calls you a liar and a cheater. He called me what I was, a liar and a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> he told 
the truth. And oh I, God, I'm devastated. A partner that tells the truth all the time, and it would be your husband. Yeah. Oh so my don't God. Don't you hate those? The next 24 hours didn't go so well. No, that's a tough out. one. The recovery's tough on a scene. So what happened after he outed you? Yeah. I'm pissed. Uh, Which I'm sure you didn't show at all. No, I tried so hard. Like, yeah. honestly, I was like, okay, I'm not going to play the next game, but I won't sit and pout in the corner. I'll sit at the table and watch you all play, but, like, I cannot muster. You yeah. didn't continue the game? No, I finished the game, but I didn't play the next game. And was were you the only one out? No, another family member also didn't play because of how okay. poor sportsmanship, like what was going on. We were like, we cannot handle yeah. a negative emotional climate again. right now. So we're gonna wow. just sit and watch you guys. Wow. Win. So you went into a first holiday with a partner expecting that, like, we he's just, got my back. He's got my back, as you would think. Like, well, and you wouldn't you behave better at a first? You would think that, right? Wouldn't yeah, our expectations would, be higher? Like you're yeah, gonna be on your best behavior. That I would be honest. He's like, why aren't you? Be on your best behavior. Why aren't Come you on. Be on your best behavior. So your right? failed expectation, if I'm hearing this right, is that you're you're. See, I hear you saying this like, oh, I'm expecting my partner to have my back, and like that's a great expectation. But you're saying even if I'm a liar and a cheater. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. All at a game. You. At a game. I get it. But okay. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So we're gonna need some tools, right? Yeah. yeah. We can unpack, we can unpack <laughs> them in these things. Family survival kit is struggling. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's an interesting question to say. Okay, so then what journey are you on? So maybe that's the first question. And then what kind of tools do you need to add to get through that journey? So mm -hmm. the one day hikes different. Survival kits different than the sure. the ten day. Right. Okay. okay. So maybe that's part of of anchoring us back to reality a bit. So like surviving a, a meal versus like spending yeah, yeah, a weekend good. with the holiday at the holiday. Yeah, or me. I mean, we used to book like 10-day visits, and I would think to myself, why did I do this long of a too. visit? I love my family, but that is too long. Well, sometimes it was because of some of you, you know, some of you will be traveling, right? You, you need to make it a bigger visit because of the expense or because of the amount of people that you need to see. So that's, you know, yeah. we all have different needs, right? That's true. Yeah. Like having in-laws in another state. Now that I have that, yeah. you're like, oh, I have to orchestrate when and for how long. And yeah, yeah, I never thought about that until the recent. But if you're going on one of those big journeys, let's think about that, right? That's a big set of preparation that needs to happen. And as I said in the opening, are we planning just the food and the shopping and the perfect gifts? No, we've got to plan the communication. And so that gets us kind of into what our podcast is about. Uh, and, you know, we joke about saying asking for a friend with Talk Doc like it's a funny uh, way to say it. But, you know, we're all asking for a friend and that friend might be us. <laughs> right? What do I what do I do tool wise to survive this? Yeah. yeah. It kind of sounds like we're saying, you know, we all go into holidays with that, like, I wanna look festive or sure. I wanna bring the perfect side dish, right? But it sounds like what you're asking us to get into is instead of what visually is going on, what's actually going on at the table. Sure. Is that kind of what we're doing? Well and over the course of the holidays. What are some tools that we can think about, you know, talking about maybe based on previous episodes that we've done Yeah. to talk about some tools that we would recommend and maybe apply them here. Speaking of which, ladies, <laughs> I did do my homework because I'm a really, you did your I'm homework? A really good student mm -hmm. compared to Taylor. Oh boy. But no, really this, when I was telling my story earlier about like expecting people to change or expecting sure. people to share the duties or expecting just 
like walking in with all of these list laundry lists of expectations sure. of how everyone else should be it made me think a lot of uh, three episodes mm -hmm. one is uh, episode six meet the bickersons yeah so like big on like just useless triggers or tools of things people say like the, like the complaining about mm -hmm. so like saying sure why are you so lazy on the couch or something yeah you know like i've, been, I've done that before and yeah you know, i don't like that, just I've done noisy. that but it's just right. no, it's just noise it's yeah. just trash and um another one is episode 26 we've done perception checking my favorite um because it just leads to a lot of different options or questions and i really like how that episode the tools are to get more information so mm -hmm. i if you listen to it it taught you talk about how the tool works if you go into it with the goal of more information mm -hmm. so the goal isn't that i'm going into the holidays proving myself right that people are the mm -hmm. way i think that they are but if i go into the holidays with a little bit more of an open mind mm -hmm. and be able to ask neutral questions sure. of people then maybe I get more information, you know? Like, for example, uh, and we were talking earlier mm -hmm. about um, Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is on a Thursday for like probably most families. <laughs> In the United States. Yeah. yeah, and my family for the last, I mean, I wanna say like 13 years, we do Thanksgiving on Friday. Mm -hmm. And I remember I used to think like, oh, it's because my parents cater to this one sibling of mine because they had a relationship and they always did Thanksgiving with the in-laws. And so we're just always catering to the holidays for this one sibling. And I'm a brat, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I thought like that because I wanted to be annoyed with the person because we cater to that sibling, right? Right. And then I started realizing like just kind of part growing up, but also asking, especially my mom, mm -hmm. you know, like, why, why do we do this? And learning that the more information I got, like through the perception checking is that mm -hmm. she just wants to make space for everyone to go and not feel like they have to go through that battle of picking this family over that family. Mm -hmm. And now that I have in-laws and, you know, I'm going really navigating generous. that, I'm like, yeah. wow, that's actually really generous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. I was yeah. like, I thought you were just catering and I'm annoyed. But now, I mean, I get Thursdays off anyway, so that works, yeah. and I just have this free day yeah. uh, for Tommy and I to chill. Prep so day. Like, yeah, but it's actually really, like, it's become something really nice because I got more of that information, which mm -hmm. I, if had I not, probably would still be thinking. Judging some, yeah. some action. Yeah, because, you know, classic middle child. Yeah, but I think it's easy. I mean, it's easy to do what you said, right? So that's the guard that you may want to have up for the holidays and say, don't go in expecting everyone to be the same, nor yeah. expecting that you know all the answers. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's interesting to find out that's not, the actual intent was pretty great. Yeah. I want to be more inclusive. Yeah. 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 I want sorry, to create mom. more space. I mean, it's kind of cool. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, family. Um, and then the other one is, the last one I thought of uh, is episode 13. Mm -hmm. It's called Stories We Make Up. Mm. Uh, and I'm gonna need a little bit more like education on this one. Um, <laughs> She's pointing over here. I see. Because I, <laughs> I, I don't mean to be in the, the line of fire here. I love, okay. I love Taylor's eyebrows. Every once in a while, you can pick up the strong sense of emotion coming from you based on your eyebrows. Anyway, no, it's it, all of that interconnects. Like the useless bickering and complaining, the create, and then. Back to the perception checking, I got more of the information, learned it's a generous thought. Right. But had I not done that, I would have continued to keep that narrative in my head mm -hmm. that, like, 
I have to bend for this family member. This always happens. I have to, you know, then I realize it kind of makes me sound like a brat. Mm. <laughs> and I don't want to be like that. Why am I, why am I living with all this tension? Or making up that story and then just telling it to yourself again? Yeah, over and over and over yeah. again. And then, you know, I don't know. And sometimes just saying it out loud to someone else, like even just telling you guys the story about Friday Thanksgiving, you're like, wow, that's really generous. Like that, that that's your first yeah. thought. But for like 10 years, my thought was like, we catered to the family member, you know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So it's about, I mean, it's about asking questions and not assuming you know the answers or asking questions in a way that could be another answer. Yeah, and right? allow, allowing that, right? Because you talked about yeah. that perception checking. Yeah. So asking questions, not affirming that I'm right. So I could have gone to my mom and asked the questions to get like, admit, admit that yeah. you're doing it for that family member and you wouldn't do it for me, right? Because the narrative is that yeah. we cater to this yeah. person and we don't cater to me. But that wasn't That's true. The story you made that up was the story I made up, but by asking the yeah. question in perception, I'm not asking the question to prove that I'm right. I was actually like, okay, I just need more information. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is actually really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're like, wait, I wasted 13 years? Yeah, <laughs> what a waste. I mean, I was in high school for some of those years. So, I mean, a little slack, okay? Yeah. <laughs> high school break. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So that makes me think, well, what about you guys? Because I want to be not the only failure at expectations here, please. Well, we're getting the tools, right? So there's no failing anymore. Okay. Oh, you're there, right. There's all repair. Okay. Right? I felt like what I had to do with this story, even though I wanted him to have my back. Yeah. Yeah. I reframed it. And I, okay. I really like the episode of reframing because it, it's called the birthday mindset. Mm -hmm. But the way I think of it is like the glass half full. Um, they say, you, you know, and you're an optimist, you have lower rates of cancer. Like, all good things. We want to be optimists. Right. And, the difference between an optimist and a pessimist was how you view bad events. Hmm. So I'm looking at this negative event of my failed expectations <laughs> that my partner would have my back and I'm going to reframe it and make hmm. it a nice picture that what an incredible partner I have <laughs> who has yeah. I, I like the reframing. It's hard. That's hard. It is. I, I can't wait to hear how this turns I know. out. I'm sorry. No, I have an incredible partner who has high integrity and he holds me to that. And I think that's a great thing because he wants me to be honest at all times and to play a game with integrity. Oh boy. I don't know if I'll always do that, but I think <laughs> like ultimately that's how I reframe this one is that yeah. he, I'm not going to say it was right, but that <laughs> No, we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't say that. We wouldn't go quite that far. We wouldn't go that far. But that's my reframe: is that he has integrity, he's an honest mm -hmm. person, and wants to hold me to that same standard. Sure. Which I can appreciate. Yeah. So right. that's my reframe, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah, one of the tools that I'm thinking is about an episode that we talked about, episode five, where we talked about shutdown mode. Yes. And that situation where you go into a family setting and all of a sudden you become emotionally flooded. Mm -hmm. So by that, we mean that the you're so overwhelmed, you're not actually functioning anymore. And, and some of you might have this situation where you are going into a family situation where there's maybe a lot of triggers or maybe a lot of, like we say, survival kit. There's a lot to survive. One of the things that I was thinking in listening to that episode and thinking about this idea of emotional flooding is I think, you know, part to the pre-planning conversation is to say when we're pre-planning, 
let's plan what happens, you know, with my partner, I can say, what happens when I get flooded? Like, how are we going to handle that? Because now we have spectators. Mm. And flooded just for me and my, for dummies is like that, is the overwhelmed. Like the I'm light. overwhelmed and now I'm, now I'm kind of checked out almost. So I, yeah. I'm shut down. Like I'm not able to play the game or have the conversation or sit down at the dinner. I'm like, out. Yeah. Okay. Overwhelmed. If that's something that could likely happen, so this is like planning, what are you putting in that backpack? We yeah. know that might happen. So let's have a plan for when I get flooded and let's have a plan for when you get flooded. And what are the behaviors we can do to support that? Right? So talk in advance about talk how long is that something you, that's a conversation you have to have then prior. I think if you know that that's flooding is one of the dangers, you're going to pack boots, mm. you're going to pack <laughs> raincoats, you're okay. going to pack yeah. umbrellas, protective okay. gear. And to think that you have that happen every year, but this year it won't happen. Right. Why are we unrealistic like that? And I'm, I'm in the unreal, I'm driving in the unrealistic bus with you. Okay. <laughs> right. I want it to be better. But the reality is if we thought about the holidays a little bit more, we would say, no, you're going to need the raincoat and you're going to need the umbrella and you're going to have to talk through both scenarios. What happens when one of us gets in that place and what can we do to help? And we talk in that episode about different strategies like taking a break, coming back later to have the hard conversation, if it's the right thing, if it's the safe thing. Right. Figuring out ways to help the other person uh, navigate it. So for example, like if I get flooded, the worst thing my partner can do is demand that I speak. Mm. And so the tool is, hey, you gotta redirect this conversation for a different time. You already have a spectator, a group of spectators, I'm overwhelmed, the worst thing you can do is question me. Mm. The worst thing you can do is try to force like you're me. Drowning and yeah. Like, Let's just dunk you a little. Bit. Yeah. yeah. Dunk you another time. Right. <laughs> and so, but some of that is doing some of the work that I know is kind of a pain because I hate prep work and I hate, you know, doing homework and all these things that we have to do in life. But the reality is we've got to figure out what needs to go in that backpack. And if the journey's longer or we know it's more dangerous, we got to fill the right tools. So can I ask a question sort of like a question and recap a little my understanding? This, a lot of expectations seems to be something you can navigate with another person, whether that's a partner or like a healthy sibling relationship, maybe, mm -hmm. um, or some sort of one other healthy person in your family. And now mm -hmm. we know like, sometimes you're gonna go into these holidays alone and through later episodes in this family yeah. survival kit, we're gonna get into things like sure. that, right? Because I'm thinking, what if I went into that alone? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be able to navigate yeah. that with someone else, right? No, but I think that's a, that's a different uh, set of things in your backpack, right? So in that episode, we talk about what do you do to help yourself Okay. and you get out of the conversation. For example, one of the things you do is get out of the conversation, but you don't ruminate about it. So you give yourself the break, but you actually figure out an activity that works for you. So is that a run? Is that yoga? Okay. Is that music? You okay. know, but do something to get yourself out of the pattern, knowing there's work to do, but you don't have to do it this second. Like I need to fill my drink up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this where you need like the code word with the partner? I mean, you could do that, but you could have it with yourself and say, I with need yeah. to have an out and I'm going to plan that because I know this is going to happen. I'm going to, I'm going to get off the, the bus now and get realistic and say, okay, yeah, this is going to happen. It happens every year. Grandma says that thing and mm. I can't react and I'm super triggered. 
yeah, or, so you a know, personal, or my brother or whatever. Something within yourself. So if you can't do that with another person, you're sort of, we're sort of, blah, blah, blah. we're supposed to figure out how in ourselves, like, how do I go into this holiday or this family event and get like, I know I'm going to be bothered already with, you know, drunk uncle or weird, whatever. Or when they bring up this negative thing yeah, in my life, me, yeah. maybe. And I don't want to talk about so this dark cloud yeah. or a pause strategy. Yeah. yeah. Or like, I gotta yeah. pee real bad. Or like some something that helps you like plan. So a lot of it goes back to you telling us to plan for Well, we these plan, things. but we don't just plan all the holiday things. We plan the communication. Okay, yeah. That's kind of where we are in the survival kit. So as you're thinking about your holidays coming up, think about the tools that you'll need. We have five more episodes where we're going to provide you with lots of different tools with the hopes really of having us all get a little better at the holidays. We don't have solutions for everything, mm -hmm. but we would say that there's a lot of options out there of things that you and I can do to uh, get more realistic and plan ahead, planning the communication. Right? Until next time. Cheers. Asking for a friend. <laughs> Once again, thank you for joining us today. Please remember to rate, share, and subscribe to our podcast. And thank you for listening to Asking for a Friend. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Our email is hello at afafpodcast.com. This show is for educational purposes only and is copyrighted. Written permission must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting. Thanks for listening to Asking for a Friend with Talk Talk.